Hey, it's Kathy. I'm so excited because, drumroll please, doors are officially open to my program, The Abundance Method. I have been wanting to put this program out in the world for two and a half years. I've been working on it behind the scenes, and this is my signature program. This is the program that is going to teach you the method, the framework for how to become a master manifester in your life. Why is that? Because everything is vibration. We live in a world that is atomic. That means the world is made of atoms, which is energy. 99.9% of every atom is energy and less than 1% particle. So in order for us to manifest in our life, we need to become the highest vibe possible and to sustain that. This program is going to show you how to meditate and how to set your day on the right track so that you have a practice that can help you project your amazing energy into the world, which will bend the 3D, which will help you manifest in ways that you won't even believe. This is a transformative live 10-week program. It is designed to help you on this journey of spiritual awakening. It's going to give you tons of tools. I'm going to show you how to change your energy, master the manifestation once and for all, This is the first program of its kind. We're actually trademarking all of this framework because it is something that is so unique. And I think you're going to be so excited about learning it. Also, there are some bonuses right now. If you sign up, you're going to get an exclusive podcast so that you can be listening to this program. If you can't make the live Zoom calls, we can give it to you on a track so that you can be listening to it like you do a podcast. Also, you're going to get a pack of 10 meditations from me. And you're going to be getting a training that I just gave a workshop called Permission to be Rich, one of the best workshops I've ever done, which you will love. And there is a platinum level to this program. If you choose the platinum level, not only do you get extra coaching calls with me, you also get extra mentor support, but this is really cool. You also get a retreat included. My retreats are normally $3,000. You will get the retreat for free included. Plus, you will get a front row seat at that retreat because you will be on the platinum VIP track at the retreat. All of this is here for you. I'd love to see you in this program. I want to see you tapping in, turning on to that electricity within you so that you can find your way to the life that you were born to manifest for yourself. You can join us now at kathyheller.com slash join. I cannot wait. Get on in there. See what all the excitement is about. It's going to be so much fun. Don't Keep Your Day Job is supported by Pocket, your space to absorb all the amazing content you find on the web. Fill the Pocket app with those articles, long reads, and videos that catch your eye, and create a quiet corner to focus on your interests. Transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox. Download from your app store. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. How are you doing? How's your day? How's your week been? Are you already in the holiday spirit? Are you already buying things for people? Are you finished? Are you ready? We've been doing Hanukkah over here and I've been giving my kids stuff every night and it's so cute, so fun to watch them open things. And then sometimes it's like funny how I'll get them some huge thing. I bought my kids this big hotel thing from the American Girl store and they were a little underwhelmed. They're like, can we just have those LOL dolls? It's so funny. Um, I meditated for the first time yesterday I haven't done it in a while. I used to do it every single day. There's this great app, and this is not a sponsor. This is just something I'm just telling you. There's an app I use on my phone called Insight Timer. And actually, a friend of mine said, yeah, there's this guy named David G. Try it out. I'm like, all right. So I've only tried him once, so I don't know. It was really good. 
it was amazing to just take a few minutes and pause and just breathe. And during the meditation, um, I just really tapped into really what I, what I want. And, you know, you sort of get behind all that noise that just, there's this, all this noise all the time. And it reminded me of a conversation I had with Danielle Laporte last week, and she's amazing. And you guys are going to hear from her because she's going to be on the podcast on Monday. So stay tuned. We were talking about how this idea of being a workaholic, it's, it's really dangerous because being a workaholic is just as dangerous as being like an alcoholic. It could be, it could really, you know, the stress can really affect you health-wise, but um, you get praised for it. And talking to her was really eye-opening. And you'll hear that conversation on Monday. It was just so awesome. Really, really life-changing. And then doing this meditation the other day, I was really getting clear that um, things don't have to be hard. Really, 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 really. Like They can be so much easier if we just can trust that by putting our energy into the things that make us happy, the things that make us feel in the flow, that's going to start to just open so many doors. And then even if we have to close tabs on other projects, we're going to then have more bandwidth and energy to put towards the things we really want to do. And that's going to be so good for our well-being and our health. And most likely that means that project will then get more energy and you know where energy flows things grow and what you celebrate will expand and so i've been really clear that going into 2019 i want to be very deliberate about the things that i choose to spend my energy on because people are constantly throwing things at me now and my time is just getting eaten up all the time and i'm running like three businesses and i have three kids and it's really, it's taking its toll. Actually, right now, as we speak, I'm wearing a heart monitor because I've been just feeling really run down. And I know it's because I need to close one of those doors. And it's scary. It's scary to let go of something that's been so good to me, you know, uh, parts of my business that are great, that are thriving, that are making lots of money. Um, but for the sake of my space, mental space, being able to have more bandwidth for the sake of being able to be in integrity, really doing the things that I really love, the things that really light me up. So um, I'm sharing that with you because I feel like we all wrestle with that. I, I see it so often. I was having lunch uh, with a friend the other day and she said, well, the thing I'm working on right now in my business is blah, blah, blah. I mean, the truth is I don't really want to do that with my life, but you know, it pays the bills. And I'm thinking, why do we always think that by doing the thing that we know we don't want to do, we know we don't want to be doing it years from now. Why do we think that that's the only way for us to live this life? Like, why can't it be that we can follow and trust the things that we love and put our our time and our focus there. And that's why I posted on Instagram the other day something I say all the time, which is just make the messy version. Follow the thing you love, make the messy version, put on that event, do it the first time, you'll learn from it. So you don't know the rules, so you're naive, so your writing's not perfect, start it. The things that you love, put your energy in there and it will lead you to discover so much that is waiting for you. I feel like I was doing this meditation the other day and the guy leading the meditation, he said, you are what you desire most. You are what you desire most. And 
what I got from that is that we are all figuring out how to fully be who we are, how to express who we are in this world, how to be in alignment with what we really are here to do, to share, to receive, to enjoy, to experience. I love that. Like what we're really seeking is that sort of inner peace. What we're really seeking is really being in that flow, being in integrity, being ourselves, being our true self. I wish that for all of us. And even for myself, I feel like I'm continuing now to peel away layers and do even more since I've seen what can grow and what can happen by not having the answers, not knowing the steps, but doing things. And then you start a podcast in your closet and 22 months later, you've got 4 million downloads. Like I've seen what can happen from writing mediocre songs and working harder and harder and how that can eventually pay your mortgage. I've seen what can happen, you know, when you, when you just follow those things that feel like the truth for you. And guess what? They can change too. So lots of good food for thought. I'm thinking about what are the things I really want to be spending my energy and time on going into the new year. And I'll tell you the thing I'm really excited about. I got quiet and, you know, see people have been asking me, Kath, are you going to do a mastermind? Are you going to do another course? And I thought, what's, what's in my gut? What do I really want to do? And I said, you know what I really want to do is like another huge awesome, life-changing, epic event. So we're doing a workshop in March. We're calling it the Dreamtopia Workshop. How fun is that? And it's going to be two full days of these breakthroughs, two full days of you and me in a room with like-minded, awesome, brave souls. There's going to be incredible speakers. We're going to do a deep dive into whatever those limiting mindsets are. We're going to help you break through. And we're going to talk about what's really possible and what steps to focus on and what's the, what are the strategies that really count and matter. And, and you're going to leave there different than when you came because you're already whole. There's nothing wrong. That's the illusion. We think there's all these things wrong. What we really got to do is just peel back the layers and there you are. So you're going to leave there just feeling like you peeled back some of those layers and you're a little bit more in touch with really what you want and what's possible and your courage and clarity, clarity about where you're headed, you know, and where really to reach to and, and how that really is attainable. And you're so much closer than you think. You're going to meet so many great people there. There's going to be some group discussions. We'll have some expert guests. You'll get some exercises to really work through stuff and change the game. It's a new year. We're going to level up. We don't want to keep you know, playing small and talking about this next year and the year after. We want to create a new life for ourselves. And that's why you're listening. And so we're going to do that. So if you want to grab your seat, uh, there's a link in the show notes or you can go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com and find a link there. All right, let's celebrate some of your wins. So Melanie posted in our Facebook group and said, I had always had a love for art and drawing, especially in my younger years. Last year, I got into painting and started practicing with different paints and canvases. It was just a hobby, but I found myself hiding my art. I hardly showed anyone my work. My husband, who's my biggest fan, kept pushing me to show it off as he felt this had major potential, but I just didn't see it. I think my limiting belief was that there was no money in art and I should stick to my banking job because it's safe and pays my bills but I knew I wanted something more than my regular, boring, old daily routine. That's when I came across Kathy's podcast, the stories of regular people just like me who decided to go for it. 
This has been truly inspiring. And I thought, why not me too? So I gathered up enough courage to sign up for the next art show held in my town just two weeks before the show. Two weeks. Then the negative thoughts started flooding in. What am I doing? I don't even have a business card. I don't have a website. Nobody's going to buy my stuff. Who am I to think people will be interested in these paintings? So there I went with no business cards, no portfolio, no background in sales, just these canvas paintings I kept hidden away for so long. I ended up selling six out of the 10 paintings I put in the show, and I've already received five order requests for commission paintings since the show. I received so many compliments from other artists, and they advised me to increase my prices because of the quality of the work. By the end of the night, my face hurt from smiling so much, and I left there feeling so energized and so inspired to work on more paintings. I'm so glad I did this, even with the fear. It was messy, but it was a step forward, and I would never have known I could do this if I didn't take that chance. Melanie, I love this story. Thank you so much for sharing this story. I cannot tell you how proud I am that you just went for it, even with all those negative thoughts rolling around. Keep going. Keep exercising this muscle of confidence and those new beliefs of, I do deserve to be here. I do deserve to be paid well for my work. That's going to start to replace all that old stuff. And your art is beautiful. I'm not surprised you already sold six of these paintings and you got more orders. So keep it up. You guys, you want to give her some love, you can find her on Instagram at Arte underscore day underscore Mal. That's A-R-T-E underscore D-E underscore M-A-L. And you can see her beautiful work. Here's another win. Marlene DM me on Instagram and she said, Dear Kathy, you've been a personal mentor and life coach to me during what has become the most transformative year of my life. I'm a 54-year-old creative entrepreneur and mom to three boys. I found myself depressed last winter, which is when I stumbled upon your podcast. I've been listening to your podcast every week for several months. Sometimes I listen to the same episode more than once, and I almost always take notes. You've influenced me to believe that my dreams can happen. And since listening, I've started a blog for women over 50 at cheers2chapter2.com. So cheers to chapter2.com, which focuses on serving other women with community and inspiration to make their dreams happen too. I also wrote a book. It's a memoir, a self-improvement book full of inspiration. And I sent out my first literary agent query letter two weeks ago. These have been huge steps for me. You've made me believe that my dream job is possible. Marlene, this message seriously lifted me up. I can't believe how much action you've taken just from listening to this show. It is all possible. It is. I'm so honored that I get to be the spark that keeps you marching forward. And I know you're going to do that for so many other women out there. You're a huge inspiration yourself. I can't wait to hear about the lives that you're going to change. So everyone, please go support Marlene. Her blog is cheers2chapter2.com. That's cheers, the number two, chapter, the number two.com. Okay, last win. This is from Carrie. She wrote this in our Facebook group. Hey, Kathy, just wanted to say a giant thank you. Your podcasts have given me the courage to officially launch my side hustle. I have been a pediatric OR nurse for over 20 years. I love my career and I estimate that I have laid hands on over 20,000 kids in my time. Very humbling to say that. Four years ago, after a serious health issue, I decided I wanted to slow it down and lead a more natural lifestyle. So I bought a farm and some goats and some chickens. Speed forward, I now make all natural soap from fresh squeezed goat's milk. I still have my real job, but jokingly say that goat's milk is my retirement plan, although I'm not really joking. I have shared and sold my soap to peeps at work, but now I want to share it with others outside my comfortable little world. So now we have a website, a Facebook page, and an Instagram account. They're still under construction, but they're out there, and I'm doing my first craft show soon. Super excited. So thankful I found you in this group. 
Carrie, I'm thankful that I have you in this group because this is so awesome. I love that goat's milk is your retirement plan. It's so cool to hear of all the different things you guys are making. And who would have thought you could even make soap with goat's milk? I don't know anything about that. That in of itself is amazing. I can't believe that you've been taking care of all these children for all these years. And now you're taking care of yourself a little bit. And it's so important. It is so important. It comes at such a cost. Our health is so important. Really. I mean, I started the show to help people feel more fulfilled, but really, it's really about bigger things like just living longer, just by not being so stressed out all the time. I'm really proud of you for stepping outside of your comfort zone and sharing your gifts with other people because the world needs it. So if you guys want to give Carrie some love and you want to check out her goat milk soaps, you can go to playfulgoatsoaps.com or follow her on Instagram at playfulgoatsoap. She's got really cool stuff. Smells like apple pie, pumpkin spice, rose garden. You're going to love everything she's making. Okay, let's just say a quick thanks to our sponsor. Don't Keep Your Day Job is supported by Pocket, the app for reading, watching, and listening to all the amazing content you find on the web. If you love podcasts, you're going to love Pocket's new listen feature. Any article you've ever saved can be read out loud so the rest of you is free to cook, commute, work out, walk, or just relax and listen. You can transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox. You can download from the App Store or at getpocket.com. Okay, so now I want to share a conversation I had with my friend Jen Cohen. She's a fitness and health expert, a consultant, an entrepreneur. She has a f- column in Forbes magazine. And if that's not enough, she's a best-selling author. I thought that this would be a good time to introduce you to her because with the new year coming up, we're all thinking about what resolutions we want to set for ourselves or what goals we want to finish before 2019. And she has a lot of good advice about creating small, tangible goals that are going to keep you growing those positive beliefs and elevate what you think is possible. Plus, she has a really great story that involves Keanu Reeves and how she met him. I want you guys to hear how she did this when she was only like 18 or 19. It's a great story. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. Check it out. First of all, why don't you catch us up to speed? Tell everybody in your own words, what do you do? And tell us a little bit about how you got to do what it is you're doing now. That's a good, what what do I do? I think really fitness is kind of where where I land, so to speak. But really my thing is really to motivate and inspire somebody to be the best version of themselves. And fitness or physical activity is just a a way or like a a catalyst to get there. That's really what it is, to be a peak performer in whatever you choose. And you're so successful at it. You've made a living from that. How did this begin? And then how did it grow to be as big as it is right now? Okay. So how it grew is always because it was genuine and authentic. I think when anybody does anything that is like true to them, it will happen for them. And I think when a lot of people get stuck in a rut of doing the same things that they're not even inspired by or passionate about, that's when things kind of go awry. But for me, I was actually in the music world. I was not in fitness or health in any way. I just always had a big passion for athletics and working out. So really like one day, I'm Canadian. I was here on a visa, on a working visa. I got uh, a job to be working at a record label here. But one day I was kind of like, you know what, this is not really my like calling. I, I sometimes because you're good at something, you think that's what you should be doing, right? But and you get scared at like trying the alternative, especially when it's something that's a hobby. But I literally quit my day job and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to get my first certification in fitness. I'll start small, you know, maybe we'll see what happens. And what I did was I 
did that. And then I went to the record label labels where I had the relationships already, right? Because I knew how the marketing dollars worked. I knew who the budgets were. And I thought, you know what? This is a great chance for me to kind of, you know, take now what I want to do and then ricochet into with what I have. So I became a label trainer. So I was a personal trainer for the labels where I got paid a retainer. And really, my, I did really well with one label, and it kind of expanded into two labels, three labels, where then I had a lot of trainers who worked underneath me. And then I kind of built like a legitimate business, you know, and then from there I had my books and all sorts of other things that kind of ancillary businesses that came from it. But it really was because I took a chance on myself, and that's what I did. Uh, one thing that you did that you do really well, and I've known you, we met through friends, like it's almost a decade ago, and you've always had this ability, which is to see what's possible. Like you see what's possible before it's happened. You know, people reach for the highest rung that they believe exists. Mm-hmm. When you're working with people, when you've been on these shows, working with people, trying to get them to overcome their own crap, how do you help other people? break through that mental stuff that's in the way so that they can start to see what's possible. Number one, I think for sure is that hustle, right? So I noticed with you, you had like that, you had a fire in your eye and that hustle and it takes one to no one. Right. And I think a lot of times, like you said, sometimes people don't have that kind of killer instinct. Right. But then how do they get there? Or how do they get to the, the place they want to get? So with fitness, for me anyway, let's take it back to fitness. What I like about it is that it teaches people the pure disciplines that you need for all aspects of your life to succeed. And I think there's a big correlation between fitness and success because it teaches you goal setting. It does teach you discipline. It teaches people that you could surpass whatever you think where you are by hitting that goal and going past and that threshold past. So for me, that's what I did. And that's why I felt like when I meet somebody and I put them through something and I give them a small goal, it really is building this for building their confidence. It's for building someone's self-esteem. So, you know, you may say, or some people may say, well, how they don't really correlate if one person can't do this. Well, you know what the reality is? If you give yourself a small goal, the best motivation for anybody in my experiences is them seeing it for themselves. And how do they do that? It's when they pass a hurdle or a goal that they didn't think possible. So for someone who's not like an active person, giving them something like run a 5k or give them something like that. And then they actually do it. That's the best motivation for someone to push through. And so with this whole thing, you know, with fitness or what have you, it bleeds into other areas of your life, right? So it's just like a microcosm. If you can do something in fitness, if you can succeed in that, then you know what, maybe I can succeed in this personal endeavor or this professional, professional endeavor. Everything is everything, right? And so that's why I take it back to that because I do think there's a huge correlation. But really, I mean, at the end of the day, it's really about believing in yourself and just and like taking a leap. And for what works for you doesn't necessarily work for that person or work for me. But it's like finding that little thing or that nugget in somebody yeah. that would inspire them to push through. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about helping people to gain confidence. What is the common denominator? Like, what are the things that people are struggling with that you see up close? Like, what is the through line in people who are struggling with their weight? People are struggling with whatever the issues are. What do you feel like is that main thing that's behind it? I think, first of all, people are scared to fail. 
number one. And I think starting, I think with anything, the beginning, the starting point is the hardest. So I always say, take it back to the big, like reverse it. I think that if you tell your brain, it's okay to quit, it gives you an okay to start. So like people have too lofty of goals. You know what I mean? Like, I think people have too lofty of goals. They're like, if they have a hundred pounds to lose, they think of that hundred pounds. People have to break it down to small, realistic goals for themselves. And then I, I believe that once they hit that, it's easier for them to progress because that would be the best motivation to con- continue. What do you, and that, that makes so much sense. I love that. What do you think is the reason that we wind up eating what we're not supposed to? Like, I feel like so much of it is emotional. And what are those, what are those thoughts that really are probably driving that, that we have to change? I think first of all, uh, it's all behavioral. None of this, any of this stuff is not physical, right? The physical part is the easy thing for me. It's all about like mental. So like giving people like mental tricks. So a lot of the time, it stems from their childhood, right? Like how they were brought up. Like if they were teased as a child, if they were bullied, because it's all from your own self-esteem, right? So I find that it's a lot of like overcoming what you think you are, but that's why it's like having positivity, having positive people around you, accountability, having a, a, a group of good friends that, or, or family, whoever, who are supportive and are on the same path as you. So I always try to align myself or surround myself with people that are way better than me, more successful than me, because it gives me like that, like motivation and inspiration to achieve, right? As opposed to the opposite, right? But a lot of times people are a product of their environment or a product of of their environment from when they were younger, which doesn't allow them to that level up and to kind of supersede what they thought in their brain was possible, right? Let's talk a little bit about what you think are the best practices to help us reach beyond that and to see greatness and our potential and go and because we all want to live up to our potential. First of all, always getting out of your comfort zone, being okay with being uncomfortable because that will help you push out, right? I think having some kind of self-awareness or figuring out like really who you are, what you want and who you have around you. If you're not able to, someone has to point out what the next possibility is for you, right? Because a lot of times, like, they don't have that that wherewithal, that self-esteem. So number one, always trying to surround yourself with people that could help you elevate to the next place. So my book is called, yeah, it's called, that's called Badass Body Goals. And the book is basically a journal, not just a book. So it gives you every single step. So you won't, there's no excuse to fail. So that's, well, that more is like a 10-week program. So that book is like a, it's a trainer in the book and it's a journal where you're actually tracking your progress. It's all about accountability. So, you know, research has proven that unless someone's journaling and tracking something, they're not going to have that long-term effect and their goals are going to be a thousand percent better when they do that tracking. So everybody wants to build an ounce of what you built. Let's talk about how you created all this incredible content. What are some of the things that you can tell us about being successful and creating a business? Well, I, I think it's always the number one thing is to find your own superpower. I feel everybody has something, like I don't care who you are, everybody has something that they're good at, right? For me, I've always been very resourceful and very tenacious, right? So I made that work for me in my world, right? But everybody has their own thing. Not everybody is tenacious, not everybody is that resourcefulness, but that person has something else. So really kind of like keying into what 
who you are and what works for you. And that's why I said like having self-awareness and like really having a come to Jesus moment with yourself to know what that is. And then trying to like build a business around whatever that tactical thing is. Like you found your own niche, you know, and I found my niche. And I think everybody could find that if they just like really like sat with themselves and like even like wrote on a piece of paper, like what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? It may sound corny, but the reality is it works, right? right? Let's talk a little bit about that tenacity and that resourcefulness because it is amazing. And if you could bottle it and if you could sell that, uh, that would be the greatest gift to the planet if you could sell that because you have it in spades. Um, what were the things that you've done and continue to do when you're like sitting there? Because I know you're never bored. Tell us what some of those things were that helped you to, to build what you have and what some of those things still are. So first of all, I'll say never. I'm never afraid um, for no. Like a lot of people don't like to hear the word no. They they like feel rejection. I don't really feel rejection by it. I'm like, hmm, okay, that person said no. Who's the next person I can go ask? You know, because I, th- I think it takes a village. I never say like the reason why I have any success is because some people along the way help me get to the next place, right? And a lot of people didn't and a lot of people don't. Most people don't, right? A lot of people are just like, they talk and they don't, they never like follow through. It's like volume, like throwing a lot of stuff at the wall. Some things will stick, right? So, you know, I just have to ask that many more people. But like one great example, when I, I don't want to age myself too much, but I would say like when I, like when I was like 18 years old, right? Keanu Reeves, basically help me kind of feel confidence in myself. That's funny that I'm even bringing him up right now because I actually want to reach out to him, find him some way and tell him thank you. Because when I was a kid, 18, we know much music, right? Like MTV is like much music in Canada. I really wanted to be a VJ. And like they get so many people trying to audition and apply, da, da, da. But I didn't want to just send in my audition tape, right? Because if I did, I'd look like every other bozo trying to do the same thing. So I thought to myself, okay, how am I going to stand out amongst all these thousands of girls and thousands of people to like actually get my audition tape looked at, right? So what I did was I was 18 and Keanu Reeves, he was at the height of his career, at his peak, he finished Speed and he wanted to do Hamlet, Shakespeare, okay? Because he wanted to kind of give give it a shot with that. So I'm from Winnipeg, a small town in Canada, and he was performing this Hamlet in Winnipeg. And I remember I said to my friends and my mom, I'm like, I really want to like meet Keanu Reeves and I want to interview him for my audition tape. And people were like, oh my God, Jennifer. Like, yeah, okay, sure. Right. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. So, and they're like, "Uh uh-huh, whatever. So one night after he performed at Hamlet, I literally waited for him outside with hundreds of other girls and, and reporters and like it was when hard copy and all those things were around everyone was waiting to talk to him and I just like with my like tenacity and like I don't give a what I just wiggled my way right up to him I poked him on the arm I was like listen I don't need your autograph I'm on a mission I really want to be a VJ for our Canadian version of MTV and I really need your help and there's hundreds of girls and he's like huh what like confused and he's like what? I'm like, I'm serious. And I'm like, I really need somebody like you to kind of let me stand out from the crowd. He's like, uh, just give me your phone number. I'll call you. And I'm like, are you really going to call me? Cause I don't want to give you my number. Wait by the phone. You're not going to call me. He's like, I'll call you. Just give me your number. So I found it a piece of a gum wrapper in my pocket. I wrote my phone number this small. I handed it to him. 
I went home. I told all my friends the next day and everyone's like, yeah, right. He's going to call you. Sure. Ha ha ha. Laugh, laugh. Ha ha. So day goes by. Everyone's like, hey, did Keanu call you? Ha ha. I'm like, no, no, no. Well, well, 24 hours pass on 48 hours. The next day I come home. My mom is like, did you hear your, your messages? I'm like, no. She's like, go listen to your voicemail. Or, you know, at the time it was like an answering machine. So I press play on my answering machine and I hear, hi, this is Kian. My mother answers while the machine's on. And she's like, hello. Um, he's like, hi, is, is Jennifer around? And he, she's like, she's at school. Who is this? And he's like, hi, my name is Keanu. I met your daughter and the night before last. And da, 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 da. And my mother's like, who? And he's like, Kian. Anyway, we want on and on and on. Then he leaves another message saying, hi, Jennifer. I just spoke to your mother. I'm calling you because I, I said I would. My phone number is whatever, so-and-so. Please call me back. Lo and behold, next thing you know, I freak out first, call my friends. Then I call Keanu, and he basically agreed to come to my house, to my house in Winnipeg, yeah. and let me interview him for hours for my audition tape, okay? And what that did for me was, first of all, he came over. I picked him up in my mother's Cutlass Supreme. Okay, comes over. My mother makes him lunch and cookies. I have all my friends at, like on different corners with their, you know, video cameras, like a completely amateur hour, amateur hour. And my mother says to him, what is it? Like, why did you help my daughter? Like, you know, and he's like, it was the fire in her eyes. I saw a fire in her eyes and she had that tenacity that you couldn't say no to. So the reality is because he did that for me, Number one, I sent it in. I was runner up. I did not get the job, but still I would never have gotten that close because the first question everyone asked me was, how did you get Keanu Reeves? Because at the time it wasn't like it is now, right? You didn't have that thing. But he gave me the confidence in myself to believe that like, you know what? Whenever anybody else says you can't do something, don't listen to them. Do what you believe you can do. And I knew I had it in me. Like, what's the, what's the worst that can happen? He says, no, what's the worst that can happen? I don't get the job. That might be one of the best stories I've ever heard. Top three best stories I've ever heard. And the thing that is so striking about it is this almost like inhuman superstar rock star ability you had at 18 to walk up to someone like that in the moment of his life when he was larger than anything. You're like, I need your help. And that confidence, it's incredible. I want you to tell us like, what else you feel people need to hear? What advice do you have for people who feel like, why should I bother doing my thing? Look at Jen Cohen. She's already done it. Why should I start a podcast? Kathy Heller's doing a podcast. Everybody else has a podcast. Why should I start my own fitness thing, my own anything? I think you have to be extremely myopic and very, you got to just have tunnel vision. You don't focus and concentrate on what everybody else does. And I really do believe you have, why can't you have a fake it till you make it? You know, in Forbes, I talk about this all the time with my column is all about like habits of super successful people. Almost every single one of them was kind of like, holy, you know, like they had the confidence to persevere. They were okay with failure. I'm okay with failure. I'm okay with the word no. I'm okay with rejection. So really it's a question of like, if you have that imposture syndrome, I think it's normal. I think you wouldn't be human if you don't feel that way. You know, I feel that way all the time. So you're really good at building an audience. And I thought maybe you could just give us one thing, one tip, how you've built your Instagram, how you built your platform, how those all, everything you're doing, it seems to work and it seems to resonate and it gets shared and there's people there cheering for you. What's a tip you have to build your audience? Uh, the best thing I would tell anybody is re reach out 
to one new person every day. That's what I say. Anybody, like anything like, you know, like the Keanu Reeves story, but on a, on a maybe a much more micro level, like someone that you think is impactful, inspiring to you. It could be someone on social media that you think is interesting. Reach out to one person because you'd be surprised at the kind of people that like for responses, number one, like and or like have like a coffee or a lunch with someone different, you know, once a day. Because that's how you build your audience and you build your network because everyone is a conduit to somebody else, right? It may, it may not be that person in front of you that you're talking to that will help you in the grand scheme of things in your brain, but that person may know that person's friend or that person may know of that person who can help you. That's basically in a nutshell how I built my entire career. It's basically everybody's a conduit. Everyone's a conduit to something else, something that you haven't thought of, a different person, a different angle. It's constantly just saying yes and being open and reaching out and networking. So tell us where to find you and how we can enjoy more of your content and be part of your tribe where to find me. You can find me uh, on Instagram at the real Jen Cohen. This new book, if you are interested in getting fit and using that for success in the other areas of your life, the new book is called Badass Body Goals. And I will take you through every little step to get you the results and, and what you're trying to achieve. And you can find that on Amazon or Habits Nest. Kathy will give you the details. I want you to leave everybody right now with our last thing. People are listening right now in their car, on the way to work. Some people are working out while they're listening. I feel like the number one thing people feel is like that they're not enough. What advice or what do you want to say to those people as we kind of wrap up? Everybody's enough. Everybody has a superpower within themselves that make them different, make them unique, make them good. I think it's just finding what it is that works for you and exploiting it as much as possible. And also just starting, just doing it. So get out of your own head and just action. Like even if it's just a little bit or a small little thing, because, you know, the best way, and I say this, I've said this a thousand times, the best motivation, the best way for progress is when someone individually sees their own progress or sees movement because no one could tell another person to do something and make it stick. They have to find it within themselves and find what works for them. So that's basically it really. Thank you so much for being here. Jen is awesome. She's so fun to be around. Her energy is so magnetic. If you want to find out more about her and the amazing things she does, you can follow her on Instagram at the real Jen Cohen. That's J E N Cohen, C O H E N. Okay, so now let's give the spotlight to our meetup groups. Rebecca has been doing an incredible job of organizing our huge international virtual group. We have another virtual group in Texas and the UK that are planning to meet up soon. And Emma sent us a photo from the first meeting in Portland, Oregon. She also gave us a list of each person's goals for the week, like creating a social media challenge, signing up for a holiday fair, working on a story about kites, painting, researching classes. I love all of this. It's so important, you guys, to have those smaller goals and act on them. Sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't, but it's always a win because it's just going to get you closer to where you need to be. And I think it's amazing that you have each other to stay on track with those bigger picture goals. They already have another meetup plan for December 16th. So if you're near Portland, Oregon, you guys should definitely join them. You can email us at hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com and let us know you want to be connected to one of these groups anywhere in the world. We will help you to find a group. You can also uh, find there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up and we can help you that way. 
You guys, I love you. If you have a win or a question or an update that you want to share with us or something you want me to share on one of these Thursday episodes, please reach out. You can DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller or you can post it in our Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. And if you like this episode or any episode, I know I say this every episode, please take a second and share the show. If every single one of you shared the show and you told a friend or two friends, guys, check this out. It's inspiring. We would double our audience, which makes a huge difference because we want to be able to put on more events. We want to be able to subsidize the cost of things that we want to do so we can go and meet you guys and bring meetup groups together and do more and more episodes and more and more great things. So all you got to do is support the show by sharing it and stuff like that. If you haven't left us a review on iTunes, please do that. It takes a minute and it helps us so much more than you could possibly know with that whole iTunes algorithm. It helps people find the show and it's so important. So thank you for that. Also, I'm doing a giveaway right now on my Instagram. I posted about it the other day that I'm going to be giving away this beautiful coach bag. I'm buying it. We're not doing a deal with coach. It's not a partnered sponsor post or anything like that. I just thought, well, I think that a lot of this audience might appreciate a beautiful coach bag. So if you want to win this coach bag, all you got to do is go follow me on Instagram at kathy.heller and look for the post I just did the other day with a coach bag. It says giveaway. Super easy to enter the giveaway. And I'm going to give away this coach bag on Friday tomorrow at three o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So go ahead and check that out. I will talk to you guys on Monday. We have an amazing episode. Danielle Laporte's going to be here. You do not want to miss it. She is a live wire. She is going to get right through to you. It's going to be worth it. So I'll leave you with another song of mine. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. When you just can't sleep When you're counting sheep I'll be here for you I'll be here for you When you need to talk Take a good long walk I'll be here for you I'll be here for you Of all the people on the planet If I had my choice I couldn't have planned it